In a high-tech world where people have ever-increasing courage to sit behind a screen and dole out opinions without consequence, comes three heroes prepared to fight back through the safety of our microphones and digital airwaves. You've got one star for us? Well, we've got three stars for you. Here comes Three Stars Podcast, ready to dish it out. Like, I heard words, but none of them made sense. (laughs) I'm going to cough on you. My mom was Welsh and my dad was Hungarian, and that makes me well hung. As the mother straight often kind, mamzer, meg men irgoiben. When a mother shouts at her child, bastard, you can believe her. Bitter! Was it time? It's time to get ill. Hey guys. Hello. Welcome to Three Stars Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just got thrown off. My, uh, my Q guy flipped me off. <laughs> <laughs> I got kind of that from you. Kind of, kind of. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> <laughs> you did that to us when we were doing the um, the what's it called the Halloween episode. Was I drunk? I don't remember. Well, maybe I, I might mean, have been drunk. Who it knows? Was Halloween. <laughs> Welcome to Three Stars Podcast, everyone. Hope you're all doing well. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for spending your time with us. We really appreciate you. I'm Samantha, one of your hosts, and these are my two amazing co-hosts, my broths. <laughs> Slytherin. <laughs> Bill and Brad. Hello. Howdy. The uh, other way around, but you know, that's what that works. Big <laughs> bad Bill. Sorry. I said hello first. You did. Don't you always say Bill and Brad and I say hi first? I don't know. Or maybe you say Brad and Bill. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know what I do. We'll have to go back and listen to it. I'm Bill. I, I'm Samantha Bolte Woods. <laughs> and I'm going to be Brad Kaplan today. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we are going to be talking about a really great holiday that doesn't get as much hype as the other great holiday, uh, Christmas. We're going to be talking about Hanukkah today. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Hanukkah, Hanukkah, Precisely. (laughs) (laughs) Took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, It is actually what the... third or fourth night of Hanukkah? Tonight's the fourth night. Tonight's the fourth night. Um, Not fortnight. Nope. Dang it. That and actually, a good when one. this that episode, good... <laughs> when everyone starts hearing this episode, it'll be the it'll... seventh night. No, almost over. Because time travel. The space continuum. The <laughs> quantum realm. The space <laughs> doth continuum. It doth continuum. So for those of you that may not know much about Hanukkah, Hanukkah uh, is the Jewish holiday revolving around uh, oil lasting eight days revolving around what a miracle what my rabbi growing up described as the what, what how exactly did he say some effect of like as miracles go oil that's supposed to last one day lasting eight days is not really a spectacular miracle. <laughs> Didn't we talk about this the other night with Adia? I think we might have. I think we did. Yeah, there are other bigger uh, miracles out there. You know, the parting of the Red Sea. Yeah, well, it, any plague coming it, yep. coming as part of like a uh, a forecast from a prophet yep. would be a, a miracle big, a greater miracle. than, you know, <laughs> Than this one. I thought Hanukkah was uh, commemorating the rededication of the second temple in Jerusalem. It is. So as the way to go. So as the story goes, that's very well done. Are you reading notes or did you just know this? Everybody knows that, right? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Everyone except for Brad and I. (laughs) Everyone except for me. No, it is exactly it is exactly that. And what happened was the 
the sacramental oil that they were supposed to use as part of the rededication was only supposed to last one night. It lasted eight, and, that's and it theirs. ended up lasting eight. Ah, so okay. crazy okay. nights, eight crazy nights. That's actually a phenomenal crazy movie. Crazy nights, very underrated. <laughs> uh, you know, man, I haven't seen it. I think since it came out, and I barely remember it. I loved it. So why did we decide Back then to do I a Hanukkah episode? Anyways, yeah, who does that? Well, I'm the token Jew in on the podcast. <laughs> And I was like, well, if you guys are going to do a Christmas episode, I want to do a Hanukkah episode. I think it's great, though. I, You know, yeah, Hanukkah yeah. does not get as much hype as Christmas does. And no, but honestly, like I thought about this. I think about this a lot. And for good reason. They're really surprisingly like Judaism gets, a, I think, a lot more credit than what you might expect, given that the number of Jews left on this planet is phenomenally low. There's only something like 14 million Jews. That's not a lot of Jews. That's not a lot of Jews, especially and if you believe in the Bible and they're pretty much the ones that flourish the earth. Right. I mean, populated. It, the just, earth. <laughs> so, so the fact that there are still, you know, large, like larger, small areas and populations of Jews. And of course, you know, there are a lot of Jews in the entertainment industry and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, Tom I, Cruise isn't, but I heard his agent is. <laughs> so you just end up, it, it's surprising to me that Hanukkah still does get as, as much hype as it does, even though it's nothing compared to the likes of Christmas. Right. Christmas is Christmas isn't even Christmas anymore. It's just been an overthrow of marketing. That's all Christmas is nowadays. Don't even fucking right. get me started. I know. Okay, I won't. Anyways, <laughs> we did get off track. So we are going to be talking about Hanukkah. We're also going to be talking about delis. Um, you know, any we, particular kind of deli? Well, we've got a couple. Brad, you told me to look up a couple in New York. I looked up a couple here in Colorado. Um, the ones in New York are very well known to all the New Yorkers, especially the Jewish community in New York. They all know these delis. Um, so, but that's what we're going to be. We're going to be discussing and I'm sure Brad will give us a little bit of knowledge about Hanukkah and history about it as we go along as well. Uh, but before we go ahead and spin this dreidel, we're going to have some nice. drinks. Very well done. Thank you. Woo! Yeah, we're going to have some drinks, we're going to have some appetizers, and we're going to, of course, review the reviews at the reviewer's expense. Whew, that's a mouthful every single time. Please make mm -hmm. sure to follow us on... Don't <laughs> you? I saw that. Yeah, I saw yeah. that smile, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Please make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, or what was that? What? Tutok? Tutok? Cuckoo clock. Cuckoo clock. And uh, YouTube with our one video, maybe two videos. More three coming. Video, three. Be patient. I, <laughs> be patient. And please make sure to share. Like and share. Share, share, share. This is the season of sharing and giving. So please give all of your friends our social media platform information. Uh, what are today's drinks? So are we drinking we kosher wine? Do not. No, we're not. Oh, I was mad gonna, dog. No more mad Ooh. dog. I would, no, I was going to do that to you guys at oh, first. I was like, you. I was like, you know, we should drink some Manischewitz or some Ketam or something like that. I was like, no, you know what? I don't even like that shit. So I don't want to drink it. Uh, we're drinking a, another gin cocktail. This is just something that it's, it's going to be a play on a front 75, but there's no, Hanukkah cocktail. There's no Hanukkah drink. Like honestly, the 
the Jews, for all the things that we're good at, we're not that good at having a specific alcohol or alcoholic beverage that really is our own. Now, there is a beer company that I very badly wanted to get beer from. It's Schmaltz Brewing. Schmaltz. I think you mentioned this. I did. Unfortunately, they don't distribute here. It has to be a special order. I did go down the street and they and I asked them and they actually said, no, no, last year though, we had gotten the Hanukkah beer from Schmaltz Brewing. So when I said, I want my, where's my Hanukkah lager? They actually, Schmaltz Brewing, actually every Hanukkah time makes a Hanukkah beer. We're not drinking that because it was like $72 to buy a case of it. Whoa. Right. You can't, you can't just buy like a four pack or a six pack. You have to buy the whole case in order for them to ship it to you. Plus it was, I mean, it's an 8% beer. It's called, uh, this year's version is uh, Jelly Donut Golden oh, Ale. Oh, yeah. We definitely did talk about this because I got really excited. Yeah. I you were was, like, I don't need all that Jelly Donut. Jelly I'm like, Donut. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. Like, yes, you do. But even so, it was going to be like $70 plus the shipping of a case of beer. It was going to cost me a lot of money to, to get it here. So sadly, that's not what we're drinking. So what are we drinking then? We're drinking gin. We're drinking a don't, gin base. Don't, don't drop the name Don't yet. drop the I'm name I'm excited. Yet. Okay. I'm but proud of you, actually. This is... We're using a gin called Oxley Cold Distilled London Dry Gin. And uh, this is a bottle... This is actually another bottle that I got from for my birthday from a friend. <laughs> so this is a bottle that Colin had gotten for us. So this is a London Dry. So you're definitely going to smell like, and taste Mazel those tov. piney notes. L'chaim. Yeah, you can smell the pine. Yeah, it's yes. right out the gate. L'chaim. 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 The, the pininess, is that the juniper? Like, that's where it that comes from, right? Yes. Yep. This is really good all by itself. It, Especially for it a London dry. A, right. it's, it's not really my cup of tea as it a does, rule. but It does have a, a bit of heat right out of the gate because this is my first sip of almost anything today. Almost anything. Oh, yeah, we sipped some beer. Yeah. But... It has a real earthiness to it. Yeah, I like which that. Which I'm kind of surprised by. I've mixed it in cocktails. I haven't had this by itself, right? We're about, I don't know, halfway through this bottle almost. No, we're not. That's a third of the way through yeah. this bottle. I don't know. That's really Bill, good. You do the math. How much is this? 33.3333 repeating. <laughs> oh, now all of a sudden you're going to show up, huh? <laughs> I actually saw that coming. Like we're when doing, you all, when you started doing a Jewish arguing, episode, I better get my math right. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, I really anyway. enjoy that. That's good. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Honestly, so the cocktail that I've come up with for later is hopefully going to be a delicious one mixed with this gin. It sounds like I haven't even I haven't even tried it yet. It's like you know, it's a play. Like I said on French seventy five, but uh, which I mean, do we want to? Have we discussed French 75s before? I mean, I know you and I and Samantha all were like, oh, yeah, French 75. I don't think we no. have over the podcast. No, but we can talk about the French 75 when we get into Happy Hour more. Get, I think we should... Uh, should we get some appetizers some re- in? Yeah, let's hit some reviews. Word. Who wants to go first? This first review is from the Bagel Deli and Restaurant. It has four and a half stars overall. It's in Denver, Colorado. And I'm assuming this is a one-star review. Correct. Sorry, I did not put on. All right, put on there. The I did fuck not. from ten twenty-seven twenty twenty. Sixteen twelve for a Reuben. Yes, there was a lot of meat, but when it lacks flavor, no amount of meat will help. <laughs> 
zero flavor and the quote dressing oh, tasted too much like mayo. The bread and thick Swiss was good, but I could have bought a lot of bread and cheese for that $16.12. Also, how can you have bagel in your name and not even make your own bagels? The workers are very nice, though. I do not recommend. And I drove 30 minutes to try them. Wow. Uh, okay. All right. So <clears throat> where do we want to start <laughs> with all the meat? Well, okay. So if you go out for a burger mm. anymore nowadays, especially like a gourmet burger, mm -hmm. A gourmet, like it starts at fifteen mm dollars -hmm. and goes up. Yes. I mean, the price of burgers, the, the it's ridiculous, the popularity of burgers is insane. Like even if you go to Red Robin, which is you know a chain restaurant that's known for its burgers, yeah, you're starting with expensive burgers and and moving from there, right? The fries aren't included, and I mean, actually I don't remember if Red Robin's fries are included anymore. I don't know, but expect that when you go out. At this point, if you're going out for anything that's considered a delicacy, a specialty, anything like that, it's going to be expensive. Yeah, you're going to pay for it, especially mm -hmm. now. And if you're going to a Jewish deli, they admit that there was a lot of meat. I mean, you get a fucking it's handful. A, it's a fat sandwich. Yeah. You get a handful in a really well done <laughs> Reuben. I know. I was going to say, you get at least three <laughs> inches of meat. <laughs> But that wasn't gonna sound all that good. There's no, there's a sourdough joke in here somewhere. I'm just waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, for yeah, for this you would you traditionally you would get rye bread. You oh yeah, right. Yeah, sorry, rye is fucking disgusting. I don't know why people eat that. Oh, because it's rye so amazing. Ugh, you guys are so weird. <laughs> it is super good. It's super good. Uh. Yeah, I, I, we went to, I don't know where, I think it might have been Rosenberg's. Where did we go to in we Rhino? Went to, it, it's owned by the same family, okay. but it's not called Rosenberg's. Rosenberg's. We went to this restaurant, this deli in Rhino a couple of years ago, and their, their sandwiches, yeah, you're, you're going to pay 15, 16 bucks. And I that's, think I paid 18 because I got, you had extra stuff on yeah, yours. Yeah, because I, I had like, <laughs> I well, had like I also, the bare minimal. <laughs> I also had a, a combination of pastrami and corned beef. Yes. You're going to pay for it. But again, it's no chintzy salad or salad sandwich. It's no, you know, two slices of roast beef and a slab of lettuce and one tomato. You're getting a, a hefty sandwich there. Um, right. And I, why it's so expensive, I, I don't know. Hold on a second. But I'm going to show you a picture of this sandwich holy balls yeah that's that's a big i can't get my mouth around that <laughs> <laughs> that's a massive sandwich. actually looking at the picture and oh they have dr brown's oh my goodness that's so good dr oh. brown's is a soda that i had all the time growing up they have all these different flavors but like the best flavor was always a black cherry that's i mean with bolens that's that's what we should have we should have been drinking like you know whiskey and Dr. Brown's or something like that for this episode. Oh, not not rum and thinking. root beer, which has been my go-to. Just delicious going down. <laughs> not so much the other way. Fuck. So here's, here's one of my big complaints about this. This person is complaining that the bread and the thick Swiss was good, but they could have bought a lot of bread and cheese for that $6. So 16, fucking 20. do it then, right. you lazy 
bunghole. Like, right. Fuck. Go to the grocery store and buy yourself some rye bread. Go buy some nice Swiss cheese. Get some Tillamook Swiss cheese or something, whatever. Mm. And make your own damn sandwiches for the same amount of price, but have a lot more. I'm sorry. You go out to a restaurant for the entire yeah, the ambiance. Yeah. Not just the food, not just the music, not just the the service. You go for everything. Right. You're literally, when you spend that kind of money, you're paying for the brick and mortar building that it's in. Yeah. You're paying for the slicer that they use. They use. To, you're paying you're for paying everything. For you're keeping them open. The right. I mean, that kind of a complaint is utterly ridiculous because you go out for a glass of wine. You know, like you go out, you have a glass of wine with dinner. You pay more for that glass of wine yep. than you would pay for the bottle. bottle. Yeah. Right. That's actually a, a complaint. I've heard quite a bit behind the stick and I'm just kind of like, dude, like then, then go out. to the liquor store go the liquor and go store. fuck yourself. Don't I'm come not, out. I mean, I'm like not here you, to listen to you fucking bitch and whine about the prices that I have nothing to do with. Right. right. If you go out to the liquor store, I was actually just there today and you buy a bottle <laughs> of Johnny Walker blue. My liquor it's store guy knows me. Like you recognize. Like, How are you today? It's. I guess it is payday, isn't it? It's like, like two hundred dollars <laughs> for Johnny Walker Blue. But if you go into a restaurant, ridiculous. you're going to pay fifty bucks for a shot of Johnny Walker Blue. Right. right? Four shots. So they just four shots bottle. of Johnny Walker Blue. You could have just gone for a bottle. For a bottle. You know. Yep. It, complaining about the price when you go out is, I mean, okay. It's on, really on the one, thing to, on the to one, do. It is. And on the one hand, I can yeah. kind of understand it. But on the other hand, not at all. Well, know your onions. Do your research. If you don't want to spend $16 and 12 cents uh, for a Reuben, then don't fucking go there. Don't. Yeah. Go right. to Scrubway, dude. Go to Scrubway. Go go to fucking Lodo. Well, they're not in business anymore. Go to, go to Haters and get a sandwich. Go to some other restaurant in Denver and get a sandwich. Right. Because here's another thing is they're saying the bread and thick Swiss was good, but I could have bought a lot of bread and I don't, cheese I don't know for why that. Thick 16. Swiss you, is so funny. To you're me, not. Like. <laughs> but you're also that 1612, whatever portion of it is for the bread and the cheese is nothing compared to the what you're paying for the meat. It costs a lot more money to keep a cow alive than it does to make cheese. Very true. Right? Very mm-hmm. true. You're not paying... Even even the logic on that one just doesn't make shit for sense. And the bitch about the bagel? You didn't, right. You didn't even order a bagel. Like, you, but you're still going to bitch about the fact you're gonna that... You're going to bitch about the bagel. I wonder where they I get the bagel from. I kind of want to six this fucking turd, but... Not yet. Oh, just... <sighs> flush this fucking turd, man. I know. Well, but here's the thing. You're going to bitch about... A, about having the name bagel in their their title of their restaurant and they don't make their own bagels at how petty are you right it doesn't matter and it's from 2022 like i fucking ugh, just yeah it that doesn't was a, matter that, that again that's a goes petty to everything that we have yeah. said you're just complaining to complain so please yep. don't just keep your mouth shut if you don't have anything nice to say that's don't constructive and say anything at all thank you bill you know, Ugh. the workers are nice, though. That's great. I'm really glad the workers are nice because half the time we're not nice and y- everybody complains about the right. workers being complete duty heads and we're not. Um, the fact that you're saying you don't recommend and you drove 30 minutes, again, know your onions. Yeah. Don't Talk drive to 30 minutes to get a fucking sandwich for $16.12. You suck, dude. One star. One star. One star. All right. Moving on. Bill, get the next one. Oh, I'm- hey, wait a second. Do you know what we didn't actually even notice or pay attention to is that they were on uh diners drives and dive ins oh were they diners <laughs> diners dr- dives and drive ins yeah which is located uh in central flavor town right 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's interesting. I had no idea. Huh. I didn't know that either. All right. Second Avenue Deli, overall four stars. New York, New York. The city's so nice they named it twice. <laughs> uh, one star, uh, y'all. Big apricot. Front. <laughs> um, uh, one star Yelp review from this time last year. Truly atrocious service. They made us wait twenty minutes for a table when there were plainly tables op- when there were plainly tables open that could accommodate our party. They botched half of the table's orders and blamed us. But does a tongue sandwich sound like lox with a pastrami crust? Potato pancakes aren't blintzes, so they think everyone is walking into a deli for the first time. That we are dumb? The food isn't as good as they seem to think based on the ridiculous service and prices. There is nothing that could make me go back to this place. Wow. Okay. Truly atrocious service. They made you wait 20 minutes for a table when there were plainly tables that could have accommodated your party. Okay. Number one, truly atrocious grammar. I just, I hate the assumption. Like, what do you mean there's a wait? There's open tables and we've talked about this. Right. We've, we've discussed this. Let's just, uh, quickly mention why it's a big deal to us that people need to stop harping on that right? Just because you see open tables does not mean that the kitchen is caught up and capable of keeping up with what seating another big top table or, or any size table. They, they might have to pause and let the kitchen catch up. They might not have enough servers on in order to handle that table. And your party of how many you don't exactly, you don't mention that. Sorry to say ginger plum sugar face undies sucky. Sorry. I'm just like, Got nothing, but I'm a, <laughs> the, it's kind of important. We kind of need to know how many fucking people are in your party. Like it's this kind of shit. To this, right? Because yeah. they, they made us wait 20 minutes for a table when there were plenty of tables that if you're, is, do you have a party of party. 10? Do you have a party of 15? Is it a do party, you have a party of, two? of four? Right. We have no idea. Right, this one-sided bullshit, man. Like I see through your veil of yeah. Harping on it though is everyone needs to understand that that's not. Like what you see is not the all and everything right. of it. If they made you wait 20 minutes, they're in business to make money and they want to make money. They want you seated and they want to get they want to get your service done your, and have you out and turn around and seat the next person. They don't make you wait 20 minutes just to make you wait 20 minutes. No. Right. There's there's gotta be better reasoning for yeah. it. So people need to stop harping on just what they see and jumping to conclusions on what that means. That's not fair to us. Nope. They botched half the table's orders and blamed us, but does a tongue sandwich sound like a lox with pastrami crust? No, it doesn't. Nope. Uh, so look, They might have gotten a whole lot of this stuff wrong. Yep, they could have. Potato, pan- pa- p- p- potato pancakes aren't blitzes. Blitz in a bong. Aren't blitzes. That is correct. Blitzes. Bl- blitz in a Smoking bong. a flapjack. There you go. Creeping a cake. Creaking, creaking a bit. What is it? Creeping a pipe. I care. It's been so long. It's been forever. <laughs> Do they think everyone is walking into a deli for the first time? Maybe. I haven't been to this deli. Don't be so presumptuous. For those of you who uh, don't know what potato pancakes are, they're either called latkes, right? And they're generally very easily made. I mean, it's a combination of, um, of potatoes onions, salt and pepper, a little bit of flour, egg, and and then it's fried, mm-hmm. pancake style. And blintzes are slightly more of a pastry 
and they're usually made with cheese, but then covered with like a blueberry or strawberry topping or something along those lines. Okay. Thank so, you for that. So no, they're not no. the same. No, they are not. Um, Do that, they think everyone is walking into a deli for the first time? What does bit, it fucking matter? Yeah. I mean, what's with these fucking questions? Like, do you expect someone to respond and give you an answer? I'm fucking angry at this person. <laughs> this food isn't as good as they seem to think based on the price, the ridiculous prices and uh, service, ridiculous service and prices. Again, you didn't tell us about the service. Right. You just complained You're about just having to wait 20 minutes for a table. bitching to bitch. Yeah. So I, this review, I can't take you seriously. Yeah. If I were to read this, I would honestly, I would still go in to check it out. Yeah. I've never been to a deli. Right. I, you've never been to a Jewish deli? No. Oh, shit balls. Yeah. Never been to, to a Jewish deli. So I'm really glad that you're not going to go back, Yelper, because that gives me the space to go and not worry about you complaining about something else. Yeah, dude. Fuck you. I'm going to say one star. Oh, if I could give zero stars. I know. I, was ah, I, know. I am also going to give one star, and I want to share a second Avenue deli story, but I'll let you wait until you rate. Uh, one star. Okay. So, so really quickly. You sounded deflated there. Fucking oh, Death star. star. Can that be a thing? Can I have like a... a <laughs> <laughs> that's no moon. So uh, I've been to the Second Avenue Deli once and it was not... They've actually since moved. They're no longer, I think, on Second Avenue. Uh, but I went and it was it was in a past life with my family and someone ordered sour cream with their latkes. Now, usually you would have like applesauce or maybe jelly or something along those lines. Applesauce. Not that, not that everyone needs to know or understand kosher delis or, or the kosher lifestyle or anything like that. You are not going to get dairy in a kosher deli. You're not going to get sour cream. And the look on the server's face uh, <laughs> when sour cream was requested was absolutely I uh, just unforgettable. It was this look of like disgust and what are you fucking stupid? <laughs> no, your onions. <laughs> so, You're not Jewish. So, Get out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a few. Welcome back to three stars podcast where we're here for you to make you laugh Give you some knowledge about some drinks. We're here to make you challah. And oh. here to make you challah. I'm glad you came up with that. I was like stuck. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, we're just going to jump right into the main course. Uh, we've got one out of Cat's Delicatessen. Cat's. Cat's Delicatessen. That's more French. Cat's Delicatessen. Cat's Delicatessen. There you go. Cat's. Oh my God. Cats. Cats. Delicatessen. Four stars. I liked it. It was better than cats. <laughs> Four stars. New York, New York. This is a one star review from Yelp. October 2020. What is it about October? I that don't know. other one from, uh, what was it the Bagel Deli? Was also in October. <laughs> I think that's what, like, that's when it really hit home this year. I was like, okay. That's when everyone was just fed up. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get Halloween. Like, are you fucking serious? Like, and yeah, I'm just done. I fucking don't care. Okay. Honestly, the worst sandwich I've had in NYC. Oh, I'm going to fucking 86 this person already. No, <laughs> not only pastrami, 
but sandwich. Did I mention incredulously overpriced? The only reason why Katz's is still popular are the tourists that don't know any better. The hot pastrami on rye. Hot pastrami. Hot pastrami. It smelled promising, but as I took it out of the bag, I was surprised that it was a bit smaller than the other sandwiches I've had. As I began to eat it, I found myself forcing down the fattiest meat. Truthfully, the word rancid comes to mind. Get the fuck. Sorry. There was not a single redeeming quality to this sandwich. I ate half of one sandwich. One, I ate half of one half the sandwich. The so rest went to the trash. It? I know. Couldn't you no, just say that? Half of one half. <laughs> so, <laughs> latkes. If you're a Jew, skip it. No Ooh. questions. If you're a Gentile, save yourself from the latkes that's wrapped in tinfoil after being microwaved. Ambiance and service. A little dingy, but an experience of getting a ticket with meat carvers. People seem slightly rude, except for one woman at the register with lots of tattoos. They prefer cash only, but do accept cards in the back. <laughs> Interesting. I reach out via email to express my disappointment and explain the situation. I was told a day later, if I had kept the sandwich, they'd make it for me, but didn't offer refunds. Oh, well. All right. What go. the fuck? Did you like, did you find these? Like all these reviews in this episode just seem like fucking bitchy d bags. Like I just like more so than usual. Like maybe it's, it's the fucking year I've had. I, I don't know. Like, and I want to know honestly if this person is from New York because it certainly doesn't sound like it. What's a gentile? Is that like a that is anyone me. who's not Jewish? That's you and I. Uh, We're gentiles. Yeah, moguls. Yes. What? Mo Isn't that what they call us in Harry Potter? Yeah. Muggles. Muggles. That's, that's Muggles. I said. Muggles. Oh, I thought you said Muggles. Like, yeah, like skiing. Muggles. Yes. I, I are you going to talk? Because <laughs> no. I know you got lots to say. I, I'm super pissed off about this. And, and this is not even from like a, a Judaism perspective. I'm not pissed off about this from a, from a perspective of, oh, how dare you attack, you know, one of the most well-known kosher delis i will say this though they've been around since 1888 whoa so you're this kind of review i mean like if this place sucked that badly do you think that they'd still be going strong you know 132 years in no right right it just this review i has so much wrong with it yeah so isn't pastrami like a fatty meat isn't that what it gives is. its flavor it is and look you can definitely get a bad sandwich or have you know a bad meal from even the best places we've talked about that before you know it it's your experience one time and yes i get it like if you spend a lot of money and you have a bad experience you don't want to go back and spell and and spend your hard-earned money there i understand that kind of a thing at the same time you write this scathing of a review and you had reached out. I'm going to skip to the end. You reached out via email. You reach out via email. That's fine. Because they but, probably grabbed it and took it with them. So they probably didn't know yeah, until I they mean, sat down to eat it. Right. But had you kept the sandwich and, <laughs> and 
basically brought about like, hey, look, you keep this the is, fucking this thing is the, and bring it back is, like well, two yeah, days but later. Look, <laughs> this is this is the sandwich. It was gross. I didn't like it because otherwise, you're just calling up and complaining. And as we all know in this business, some people just complain to get shit right. for free. And so, the fact that they that they're offering to remake it. I mean, what else do you want them to do? There are definitely places out there who are like, oh, I'm really sorry. Let me send you a coupon for the right. next time you come in. I get that there are places like, that save do this that. email and show it to me next time you come in and we'll, right. you know, we'll but take that care of honestly, that reaches out to the super complainers. I think it does too much for the, for the people out there who complain just to get stuff for free. I understand that you want some sort of something like, Hey, come back in and give us another try. Right. And we'll take 50% off your meal. Like you want that. I don't necessarily know what of all of the answers. I don't know what the best answer is for this person or for any of us who go and we have a bad experience other than to say, go back in and give them another try yeah, you or don't. You're not always going to be hitting home runs, you know? Like, right. Everyone, I, every restaurant has an off day. I got to say, like, while this whole fucking review is dog shit, it's like the word rancid is just like, and it's almost <gasps> in the middle of the review. And it just, it's, it reminds me of episode 13. Like, there's certain verbiage you don't. that, yeah. And that, that's like, that's a fucking shit review. Like, yeah. to even suggest, like, oh, they're giving, they're giving out rancid meat. Like, fuck you. Right. Like that's a, uh, right. Okay. So I'm Push glad you brought it's going to turn. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Push gonna turn. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to say something about that. Uh, it smelled so the right out of the gate. They say the hot pastrami on right smelled promising. But as I took it out of the bag, I was surprised that it was a bit smaller than the other sandwiches I had. I began to eat it and found myself forcing down the fattiest meat. Truthfully, the word rancid comes to mind. Okay. It smelled promising. That the, word, rancid. Yeah. the word rancid came to mind. Okay, not only one are you giving two conflicting adjectives, descriptions. Number two, rancid is the foulest of yeah. fouls because it is the breakdown of fatty acids, either enzymatically or bacterially. And it is, we all know rancid smells like. Yeah. So please do not say that your sandwich smelled promising and then you go to such an extreme of using the word rancid because that is not truth at all. Yeah, this is you are complaining over the top and that's that's just rancid of you. That is rancid of you. You're a rancid human being. You are a rancid human being because when I hear the word rancid, I immediately want to vomit in my mouth. I mean, that's the right. smell. That's the, it's that the smell is associated with a gag reflex. So uh, on you farts. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sitting here looking up microbiological definitions of <laughs> oh, rancid. I thought you pulled that out, out, out of nowhere. I was no, like, damn, impressive. I did. I, I kind of did. Look, rancid was one of those things that I learned in microbiology and it's stuck with me ever since. Like I, it's the decomposition, decomposition of fatty acids. It's, it is fatty acids being broken down due to enzymatic situations, your enzymes breaking it down or bacteria breaking it down and it breaks the chain of fatty acids calling, causing a smell to it with yeah. the chemicals that the bacteria... Anyway, whatever. It just... It's, it's, a, it's a really pungent <sighs> word. 
Well said. Did I say that properly? You did. <gasps> yes. No, no wheel is. for me. No, that that's a really good point. I mean, certainly, uh, and we know this from tasting spirits and cocktails and beer and, and wine and all sorts of things. Yeah, like that a you, wine can cork. You'll, like yeah, you'll, things can you'll go definitely, bad. You'll, but you'll get a different aroma than you will a taste, right? So I can understand if it didn't taste as good as it smelled, but using a word like rancid, I mean, that's that's bordering on hyperbole. I wouldn't even say it's bordering on. It It really is hyperbole. I'm like right? hyper-focused it's on that not, part of the review. It's not going to smell can't see anything else. really good No, and then taste rancid. Right, no. no. It's going to smell. You're going to smell the rancid before before you even leave the deli it is going to yeah. reek in the deli because the meat is rancid right it's like dead body smell from what i've read oh it's yeah it's terrible we'll just leave just leave some leave some of your bacon out mm-hmm. and let it sit in the open air and that nasty disgusting smell that makes you want to gag that's rancid fat breaking down i yeah Ugh. Um, the latkes, I, you know, whatever I, I, the place I used to work at, they serve latkes and they were good. They just, I, they weren't impressive. So I, I can't base anything off of latkes. Well, the thing that I don't like about this is you're taking something to go. Look, anytime you take something to go, like Check it sucks, it. but it's just not, it's well, no, it's just not going to be the same as when you have it there. It's true. So That's I don't true. Know, so I don't know where this person is going. Like, I don't know. I don't know how far they then had to walk before they, or, or subway or whatever it is before they end up enjoying or not enjoying their meal. But if you take a latka that is something that's fried and then maybe kept warm or rebaked or, or put through some sort of heater. If you then take it and wrap it in foil or wrap it in anything, you then get condensation. Yep. Which, is that what that's called? Which it, <laughs> I'm fucking condensed. Con- Send me, condo- man. Condo- <laughs> condemnation. So you then end Contemplation? up getting a, you get back to wherever you are. And now all the, the condensation has kind of made it like droopy soggy. and sad or soggy Moist. or whatever it is. Like I fuck with a meatball sandwich, but there's like a prime window. Yeah. You know, like if you like, yeah. sit too much, like it gets too like right. absorbed in the bread, the bread gets soggy. Yeah. Like I get it. Like honestly, the worst thing I think to take to go, one of the worst things Nachos. is nachos. Oh, yes. that's, that's bad too. But yep. I think hot wings are terrible. Really? Well, cause when they come out, they should be like crispy crisp yet soggy, mm-hmm. but you know, because they've, they've got, whatever sauce you've got on them. But if you drive them, you know, two mm. miles, three miles down the road in a, a, a styrofoam yeah, container, yeah. you can see and it they like sit there and leaking like, and through they, the container. And then you get to them. They're just they're kind they're of like, soggy. Yeah. They're, they're really sad. I'm, <laughs> I'm really worried about wings anyways. Like I'm very particular. Mm. The ambiance and service a little dingy, but an experience of getting a ticket with meat carvers. I don't get that. It sounds like a circus event or something. I'm not really sure. Did and they have chainsaws? Seems slightly rude, except for one woman at the register with lots of tattoos. Like, I just, uh, I just, everything. Do you have ab- something against tattoos? Everything about this review fucking pisses me off. It's a dig. Yeah. I mean, that's a dig. Who cares if she's wearing tattoos? I mean, doesn't it, matter. They're kind of saying that. She was the only nice person, I think, but at the same time... But you time, don't need to point out that yeah. they're wearing tattoos. So is everybody in New York just a condescending fucking asshat? Or well, and that's, so that's much, the thing yeah. that I don't understand. Is is this <laughs> person from one, New Mr. York? That's why like, I'm wondering, is this person from New York or not? Is this Mr. Peanut? Because if this person <laughs> is from New York, then 
no shit everyone was rude yeah and if you're not from new york and you've seen any movie where new york is a place i'm movie, walking here like, no fucking shit everyone in new york is rude and a lot of it is just more to the point right it's yeah it's, yeah it's not rude they don't have time for the bs right it's i mean the the place is super hustle and bustle. too many fucking humans is what it is it, mm. it, everything like you know we got rent to pay right <laughs> so get in get so out how are we spending this dreidel are we gonna 86 this turd or i, I mean that's I, your call i don't know if it warrants that but i was kind of hoping brad was gonna blow his top i'm <laughs> Man, you got some good wordplay going it's on. It's just coming to me. I, 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 I hit that. Are uh, you, is it going? Well, finally. I mean, you guys yeah. don't understand, but there's a reason I do the things mm. I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's called clinical depression. I mean. No, I'm just thinking about what I want to do with this review because you're right. Like I'm I'm really tempted to go I know that you are. route. I can, I can I, let the hate flow through you. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Good. You know what really like, Good. The, yeah, I, I really want to know if this person lives in New York. That's, that's honestly Do kind you, of, is that really the deciding factor? Well, it's part, it's, it's a big part of it because well, we it can does find sound, out, right? I it can go back sound, and look. I mean, the worst sandwich I've had in New York city in all of the time that I've been in New York city this is it and it sounds like they've actually been here before so i think that they're that they live in new york city or that they've been to katz's before well he's a fucking sandwich connoisseur yeah obviously Clearly. he because or she they, they know what rancid is so the gentleman that did write this review is from new york new york and he's an elite 2020 reviewer oh where's his fucking photo then i she cut it out on purpose i actually i forgot to paste them in but they are here do you want to see them oh i do okay this person. Here. let me flip around for you i flippy flip blink it looks like a room and reuben to me yeah looks like a sandwich well i'll tell you what this person definitely needs to use better lighting when they take a picture there's so much shadow over yeah, it Tarek would fucking have a conniption fit <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that Sandwich does not a look rancid. Fit? What's a knish? Also, it doesn't look small. I mean, it could be bigger, but... <laughs> Bill's dying over here. You're doing great, Brad. You know Very, what? I am. There I'm, it is. I'm fucking... There it is. I got because, it. Because here's what... Here, no, here's what it comes down to. I'm looking at it again. I'm like... <laughs> did you see how I did that? That's fucking October 2020. <laughs> yeah. it, is, it, is a, it is COVID year, and you write this kind of a review, <laughs> and... I, I mean, told you my spidey sense is getting more fucking and then they're eating like this half eaten fucking they're taking a picture of this. I mean, this person destroyed the sandwich in order to take a picture of I it. Fucking hate that. We've already talked about this. Like, right. We talked about that in the when we talked about garden uh, grace. Yeah. Right? The pictures of a thousand fucking words, man. Yeah. Like, it's what pretty obvious that you whatever this person's fucking 86. We're yeah. Talk There's about some aftermarket anymore. fucking shit going on there. Yeah, and it looks like they ate more than half half the sandwich. What are we going to do when 2020 mm. leaves and it's now a dust in the wind and we can't blame all of our stuff on 2020 COVID anymore? <laughs> I, well, we'll be, we'll be able to blame it on 2021 because I'm telling you, every year for the last four years, worse worse everyone has said 
this year needs to fucking end. This year's fucking suck because it's like all these celebrities dying and all like all of these like David Bowie died and who else, who else died that year? Uh, that was 2016 or 2017. I don't know. Like so many people were dying. I was like, ah, oh, can this year just fucking end already? We've been saying it, and every year's progressively worse. I don't know, dude. Ever since fucking Tony Stark died, shit just really went downhill. That's you're all absolutely say. right. Like, that was it. I love you. Audi 5,000, 3,000. Yes, I love you 3,000. I love you 3,000. Love you 3,000. Uh, 86. So you're done, yeah. son. So 86. And einem Gleek Take this dir. shit and get out. What? Einem Gleek Oif Dir. That's Yiddish? That, that's Yiddish for may misfortune fall upon you. Ooh, wow. ouch. This dude is going to get it now. I hope so all the bad things I, life happen to you and so only you. I feel really bad that I did not bust this out sooner because I had given it to the teenager. Well, let's let's, and let's have some fun. If you can't say anything nice, say it in Yiddish. Let's and have some fun. This is a book that my mother had gotten for me. Your so. mom is Yiddish? I did. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on to happy hour. Happy oh, hour. we should take a break real quick. Cooker. Cooker. Who's a cooker? Cooker. That means shithead in Yiddish. Cooker. Ugh. Shut up. Sweet. Yeah. Cooker. 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 Is that saying it properly? I. Have, it doesn't have any accents on it. It's, it's K U C K E R. Oh wow. K U. I love Excuse it. Excuse me. Cooker. Cooker. Excuse cooker. me. <laughs> Farts. Farts. What does that mean in Yiddish? <laughs> oh, happy day. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. Hey there, three stars podcast fans and friends. As we all know, this year and this holiday season have been extremely difficult for the service industry. Due to the pandemic, there are even higher than normal rates of anxiety, depression, and mental illness sweeping throughout our profession. We are asking our listeners to join us in making a donation to a local Denver organization called Chow. Chow is an organization of culinary and hospitality staff working to nourish their lives inside and outside of the kitchen. They create safe and supportive opportunities for the industry to connect and discuss problems they're facing with people who get it. Chow creates and supports safe and welcoming environments for everyone in the service industry to meet and discuss issues, as well as providing peer and professional resources to those in the industry who need help. We've already gone ahead and donated to this amazing organization, and we hope you'll join us in doing the same this holiday season. Just go to www.chowco.org. That's C-H- O-W-C-O dot O-R-G and click donate to chow. You can choose to donate any amount. The industry thanks you and we at Three Stars Podcast thank you. Stay safe and happy holidays. Hey guys. Yes? Guess what time it is. What time is it? It's... Three stars podcast, happy hour. Three stars podcast, happy hour. Three stars podcast, happy hour. Let's get a drink on. Good job. So I actually earlier today had been thinking like, oh, we should do it to like the dreidel song. Yeah, I've been racking my brain about it too, to no avail. I had some, what was it? Like a... Uh, I don't know. I had a version going. Beverages, beverages. I drink them every day. And when I'm warm and fuzzy, oh, I will pass out. Hooray. (laughs) (laughs) Solid. I don't hate it. (laughs) What are we drinking today? So I came up with this cocktail. I was trying to think of something to do again. I didn't want to do, you know, kosher wine or anything like that. So this is, it's a twist on a French 75. Now, French 75 essentially is 
lemon juice, sugar, or simple syrup, and gin and champagne. This version is going to be gin, elderflower liqueur, blue curacao because it's bluish, <laughs> uh, some lemon, simple syrup, and champagne. Mm. So I added two ingredients in. So it's really no longer a French 75. And this one I like to affectionately call a Mazel Tov cocktail. Ooh, Mazel Tov. Now, I, I'm fucking I, impressed. Now, like. I cannot say that that's an original name for a cocktail because there's actually, if you look up Mazel, Mazel Tov cocktail, there, you're going to find probably 20 different cocktails that people have made and named Mazel Tov cocktails. Yeah. I ran into that issue when I was working at the distillery. I'd want to name something something, and I'd come up with like the most obscure name, and it was already a drink. I'm just like, fuck, Lame. this is so frustrating. It is frustrating. This smells really good. Yeah. Right out of the mm. gate, the citrus from the lemon. Yeah, that, that is and balanced. Then, and I did throw in a lemon peel. Yeah, and then so. the, the blue carousel, the kind of orange flavor mm. on the back there. With that juniper forward gin, like you almost can't even taste the gin. I can't taste the alcohol. And, and I definitely went a lot heavier. I went heavy on the gin for this. I can't taste the alcohol. Yeah. I went really heavy on the gin compared to the elder, because elderflower liqueur, I mean, it's pretty strong, really like overpowering it, it, too. Yeah, it can overpower anything. And yeah. really the blue curacao, orange flavored liqueur, I really just wanted that for the color yeah. more than anything. And then of course you put champagne in something and you're going to end up with champagne overpowering flavor so i i tried to even things out <laughs> as 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 much as possible you did really good no, that's, that's really good it's got some nice complexity to it some depth it's not overpowering on the champagne it's not overpowering on the i almost said edelweiss the elder elder flower yeah so that's interesting we can touch like because so like my hendrix cucumber cocktail which was like my primary like show-off cocktail for a long time I used elderflower. I used Saint Germain. Yeah, it was definitely geared towards the ladies. Like Saint Germain mm. is called bartenders ketchup. Yeah, right. It because bartenders, for especially craft bartenders, for a long time would essentially add it to just about anything. Right. I and need it something it, like and it made fancy. It taste good. Yeah, right. And yeah. it's super sweet, which is a lot it of times is. it can actually replace sugar mm. which is why i did not go too heavily on you know simple syrup for this i was either. just i was going to ask you did you use simple syrup or sugar because it I, does make a difference yeah no i went i i made some simple syrup and and used that so i mean i made a very basic sour where i used 50 50 mm -hmm. on the simple syrup and the lemon juice so actually let me think because this is already now like two hours ago that I made that, I went a little bit heavier on the lemon juice because I knew I was going to be using I think it's really well balanced. Elderflower liqueur. I think I think so yeah, I mean, good. I think you can taste pretty much everything individually. Like I definitely get the gin. I definitely, of course, get the champagne. The, the tanginess a bit from the lemon and... The sweetness. Overall sweetness. Mm. And then, of course, you know, there's... And the bubbles. And, and we all know from the brunch episode what bubbles do to, to bad Billy Tay-Tay. So. <laughs> I'm so excited. We're going to have a great night. <laughs> I'm so Happy excited. Happy <laughs> <laughs>
just can't <laughs> it's already happening. How about to lose control? I I love I the title, like the 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 name. I really do. I'm I'm fucking Mazel Tov cocktail. It's it's moments like this that I'm like, yay. <laughs> I, uh, Mazel tail. When you were making the cocktails for our listenership, like it's been so long, I'm starting to lose my powers. It's like Superman being away from the yellow sun for too long, and I'm like, why are you shaking that? Or oh, isn't that a stir? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we we shook it because there is sugar and um, yeah, because there's sugar lemon and citrus. citrus in this. Yeah, and yeah. we poured the champagne afterwards. Right. Well, and yes, we, that's, and we can bring that. You, you, well, you have there to are do people that, who yes. don't know that you cannot shake, don't shake carbonation because yeah. your tins will explode. Right. I mean, Not literally explode, but, but the stuff inside, you yeah. know, carbonate pressure builds up, you know. Science. <sighs> I don't really have like much for happy hour outside of that, but I thought that it would be funny to talk about the some more of these Yiddish insults. Franzenzon as dein Dibe. May syphilis consume your flesh. Wow. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> that's a fucking hyper-specific. <laughs> right. That, I like that. A it's not these, just a you suck. I mean, that's the funny thing about, about <laughs> Yiddish insults or curses or anything like that. They are very specific. They are targeted and they hit your soul. So Urban's kiddo should definitely listen to this episode. I, can you, to this I'm episode. sorry. Is there, I know you're not supposed to bend the corners of books, but can you, Oh, I fucking do that. I'm terrible about mark that. Mark what you're writing so I can put this in the podcast or, or not our podcast, but so I can put it in our Instagram or can yeah. you do something? Why don't please? you give me a pencil and I will social media. I have a things. pen. I don't want to have to flip through the whole book. Oh, oh, oh gotcha. Just dog ear that shit, man. On Schwiggen Zoltz to Vern Oif Ibeck. May you be struck dumb forever. Too late. <laughs> That's so great. Oif kein guten Ort sollst du nicht stehen nor liegen. Steve Guten is not going to stay or leave. Steve Gutenberg is, no. Um, <laughs> may you not stand in a cemetery, only lie there. Wow. <laughs> guten. Well, I would have figured Guten would be like good. Because uh, in German, gut. Yeah, guten Tod or something, right? Good. Guten, gut mit is malach, good. Um, Zolstu zid spellen. May you romp with the angel of death. Oh my god, <laughs> that's dope! <laughs> Holy shit! It's like eat shit and die in a fire, but way nicer. Yeah, seriously. Oh wait, here's one. This is up Bill's alley. Zoldain shunim oislenken zair theme venze veln tansen oif dein kiver. May your enemies sprain their ankles dancing on your grave. Uh, wow. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, you know, That's I really... specific. <laughs> yeah, I love the, the specificity. Is that the right mm -hmm. word? Yeah. Of this. Again, it's not just a you suck or hey, fuck you. It's... Hey, hey, hey fuck you. Right. Hey, hey. It's, <laughs> it's very specific. May you choke on your next piece of morsel that you eat. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for that. I think we'll have to keep this book around for future episodes. Yeah, it's yeah. like the other book that we like to read out from. What's the one that the Bill has? Creative Cursing. Yes. Ooh, we could even make a creative cursing book Ooh. with Yiddish with words. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. I love it. Shall we move on to some dessert? Yes. Mm, excellent. Who wants to read the first dessert? I want to. Get it. Oh, I'm going to fucking get it. 
Get it. I'm gonna get it. Oh, I'm gonna get it. Get it. Rosenberg's Bagels and Delicatessen, four stars in Denver, Colorado. This is a one-star Yelp review from this fucking month, so I cannot wait to unpack this turd. <laughs> I hope to support an oppressed minority, but the joke was on me. I ordered a delicacy called the Heart Attack for 13 bucks and waited over an hour for something that resembled a cold egg McMuffin. Oh. Now remember, we do not rate these. It's a good fucking thing because this person what is... What a piece of shit. Yeah, so much. What like, a piece of it's shit. It's at least 14 carags the size of this piece of shit. It's a South Park reference. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's how they weigh turds. It's by carags. <laughs> Anyways, this Zolt person Wigan sucks. in dread. Drop dead. There you go. Ugh. And what this a piece should, of shit. Yeah. I hoped to support an oppressed minority, but the joke... I mean... The joke okay. is on you, dude. Okay, look. <laughs> of all Jew, the ways... Jews are definitely a minority. And yes, as like over time have been an oppressed people. And that is absolutely... like. But this person is saying it very ironically. Yeah. And is being a complete fucking asshole. Yeah, you're doing yes. it wrong, dude. Yes. Oh. I just and don't that, understand. And the fact that Yelp did not flag that, the fact the fact that Yelp did not take that down. Oh, you don't know? You don't know? Nobody needs to, nobody has to do their job anymore except for oh. except for us regular schmucks. Oh. And we don't even get to do our job. We get to learn a whole new fucking craft and get butt fucked. That's what 2020 is all about. Sorry. Oh. I'm not sorry. That is how I feel. Do better. Zolst Vernazoi ride almones manzolzid kein molnit zorgen. Vegan pernos, perno, pernose. I'm not sure. May you become so rich that your widow's husband should never have any worries about thought, his livelihood. Did Adia read that one already? I've heard that. We just heard that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Because I like that because that's fucked up. That is fucked up. It's like, not only do I want you to die, but I want your spouse to remarry you. and fucking spoil the yeah. shit spoil out of me. Spoil the shit out of me with your money. Side piece. Yeah. It's Fuck. a good thing we don't fucking rate these guys, though, because for real, this guy fucking sucks. What a piece. I mean, oh, such a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Mierda. I'm going to need to study this book so that I don't just keep saying piece of shit over and over again. So that I can Mosso just really... de Fucking shit bird, dude. You suck. You fucking suck. We got their voxen zibellus fun pupic. Pupic? On- <laughs> onions should grow in your navel. Wow. Ooh, navel. Interesting. I was hoping for anal, but whatever. Brad, you want to get the last dessert? <laughs> that sure. is the title of your sex tape. <laughs> so. Uh, I was hoping for anal, but whatever. This one <laughs> is Liebman's Kosher Delicatessen. I was really trying not to. It's f- in the Bronx. They have a four-star overall. This is a one-star on Yelp. Oh, what do you know? Also from this month. What in the fuck? Food is good, but certainly not worth the exorbitant prices being paid here. Riverdale is not my kind of neighborhood anyway. So I'm glad I got to eat at Liebman's this one and only time ever. P.S. This neighborhood has no life to it. Yeah, it's called gentrification. Why are you raiding a neighborhood in your Yelp review of a fucking restaurant? Are you kidding? Man. So again, to all of you, if we ever reach you who write these reviews, you do not get to be political. You do not get to be um, racist. 
you don't get to be downright rude and hit below the belt. You need to review the restaurant as a whole, not the neighborhood. Yeah. This is some shit. You really found some gems. This is some shit. Thank you. Seriously, like this, like, can you believe that people say this crap? You know, Uh, no. And especially now, I honestly thought that you would find some good stuff. Like, and okay. Like you, you found some like gems. I found some good stuff, but but not the kind of good stuff you're hoping for. Exactly. It's it's not, you definitely found some stuff. It's not funny anymore. No, you found some stuff that we could definitely rip into. And of course that's, kind of what we want to well, do. And I know that you are holding back because I know the one before this last one, I know that Rosenberg's really hit a button. Yeah, I'm a little on fire here. I know. And <laughs> and I know that you're keeping quiet and I appreciate that. But, Pretty sure but again, for that. all of you... <laughs> From what I've read. <laughs> Wait, what was the syphilis joke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There's my guy. See, now we're, now we're fucking firing all All of you who write these reviews and you sit behind your computers and dole out your opinions thinking that you can hide, we found you. And you can go choke on the next piece of morsel that you eat because this is not cool. This is, this is not cool at all. The reviews out here are supposed to be a constructive criticism and you are now just hitting below yeah. the belt being spoiled children it's and kicking. you're taking out your strife and you're taking out your anger and you're taking out your spoiled attitudes out on these places that are trying to thrive, especially right now in 2020. And right. I have a fucking so issue with that. You know what, Brad? I could not have flipped to a better insult. I'm a gif I'm a gif zol oif dir kumin. May an epidemic strike you. Kumin is come in in German. Come. Aus like kumin. To come. Ich komm. Yeah, ich okay. kumin not haha, not that kind, guys. The verb. I'm not it. saying anything. Yeah, I know, but your to, face says it all. I'm just trying to get through this. I'm your as face. uncomfortable about this as everybody else your except face for says you two. Uh, I know. Okay. I'm very sorry for these. But but it's Sadly, it is out there, and it is our job. Yeah, man. We are three stars. I feel like this should be like a... (laughs) (laughs) We are Groot. We are three stars. Check, please. Check, please. Fuck. What did we learn? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. All right, I'll go first. So I was talking to uh, one of my managers at work yesterday, and he's from Brooklyn. And he is, it, it was funny because he, he was sitting in the back that I guess I went back to eat food and they were talking, he was talking to two other servers about Hanukkah and apparently they knew like nothing. And I even said that I was not actually that surprised because we're in Colorado Judaism is not running rampant yeah. around Colorado. Mostly like New York, right? And, right. And well, you know, New York, LA are obviously big hotspots and, and everywhere has its has its pockets of, of Judaism. But I he's from Brooklyn. My mom's from Brooklyn. You know, we connect on that level. He's not Jewish, but he grew up surrounded by Jews, right? He, every he said, I think every one of his teachers going through high school was Jewish and he started singing a Hanukkah song and I was like really (laughs) (laughs) and he was like he's like yeah it was part of my choir (laughs) like we had to see it he still remembered all the words that's awesome yeah so I think that there are there's a lot of 
lack of knowledge, which leads to ignorance, ignorance, which yeah. leads to some of the things that we saw in these review in a couple of these reviews, especially that one from Rosenberg's. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, and this is not anything new to me, but I think it's something that we all need to be reminded about when we're learning things. And that is that a lack of knowledge leads to ignorance. Isn't that what ignorance and, is, is lack of knowledge? Well, I, sorry, ne- leads to... Not to be, not to nitpick. Yes, but leads to expression of ignorance yeah. in extraordinarily negative ways. And you don't even know you're doing it. You know, like uh, right. for most times. So yeah. Right. I mean, there are insults out there that people make that they don't even realize are, are insults. Are you going to say what I think you're going to say right I'm now? I'm not going to say it because I'm... I, I, I think about that a lot. Yeah. Like when I you told me that, I like, I even think about that right. story. And I'm just but, like, man, if I would have been there, I would have fucking lost my shit. Right. So <laughs> there are things that, that you say that you don't even... That some people don't even realize are insults. And I get it, but educate yourselves know your fucking about audience. things and something like that Rosenberg's one that one was targeted mm-hmm. that one like that person's a piece of shit mm-hmm. and you know I'm just people in general especially now more than ever as we're coming out of this year that we've all hated so much we really need to learn to come together and I think that it's important that we do so and i have myself been trying to do a couple things in my driving time in my second job where i'm trying to listen to more things that generate more wellness for me personally good and then putting more wellness out there into the world because this kind of stuff this will make me angry and this will make me like do shit and say shit that i don't want to do and say so i think that we all need to get to a better place and better ourselves so well put. Bill, Thanks. would you like to go next? I don't know. Like, uh, I, 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 mine's, mine's, I feel like mine is always hard to unpack. There's a lot that I want to say right now. Um, I love what you said about coming together and uh, just recognizing, you know, things that are going to set you off because that's ultimately where it starts is like from within, right? Um, so you got to make changes in your own behavior and hope that, you know, essentially you lead by example, right? Like, um, so that's the start of it. And the second bit, I don't really know how this ties in, but I will tell you that like, um, like in martial arts, like you want to aggravate your enemy. Like, uh, you want to pull them off their game. You want them thinking about anything except for their plan, you know? So it's like, and I think about a lot of things in that context. So if you're acknowledging things that uh, bother you and you're taking steps to correct that behavior or understand why it bothers you I think that's a huge like that's that's great about like personal growth like I think that's a very good place to start um, and to just my point altogether I have studied religion it's like all religions for like since high school it's very fascinating to me I'm like why do you fucking why do people kill people over their imaginary friends like this is like (laughs) and so of all the religions i studied and like i I took a class in in uh high school and we went to a bunch of different uh houses of worship and i went to a synagogue and it it made so much sense to me like the way the rabbi um talked about judaism it just 
I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like he said one thing about like, cause I asked him something about like drinking and kosher diets and shit like this. And he said, it's all about maintaining a median because anything that gives you a high is going to give you a low. And for whatever reason, that explanation just really struck home with me. And like, I just, that's solid advice. I agree. Mm-hmm. And so my approach to religion is it's like, I try not to be like everyone, like most people and just have a knee jerk reaction be like, well, that's not what I believe. So that's fucking weird. Cause I will tell you, like, I think Christianity is fucking stupid and it bothers me how fucking uppity people get about their beliefs. Like, but with Judaism and like, I don't know a lot of people of the Jewish faith, but I know you and I think you're rad as fuck. Well, but our, but look, here's the thing. And I don't want it. Like, we're not going to get into religion too much. No, no, no. All I'm trying to say is, but, but uh, again, it's, it, it always comes down to the extremes. Mm-hmm. Right, be it Christianity, Judaism, be it you know, I'm extremely atheist. Be it uh, you know, Buddhism. I mean, there there are bad Buddhist monks. Yeah, right? yeah. And, Bud- mean, Buddhism was actually the other one that made the it, most sense. It's anytime, anytime it comes to extremes, right? Like, I definitely have my issues with Judaism or Christianity or any of these things, but only the only when it comes to the extremes. Yeah, when it comes to the to the people who really do walk that that middle path it's good people if you're fucking so. murdering people in mass some i feel like at some point you gotta be like whoa where, where's my thinking like where's my where's my heart really at you know what i mean is it about religion or are you just a fucking asshole and that's the thing and that's when it's not about religion and anymore. that kind of ties into the yelp reviews are you really yelping or are you just a bitter prick yeah that and that's oh, I good, like that. So I don't know. I don't know if that's a lesson like to that learn, tie-in. but that's that's how I'm feeling no, right that's now. That's a good tie. That's a great tie-in. I appreciate that, and I can I can totally relate and get on board to that. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go the actual cut and dry route, and I'm going to go back to everything that we have repeated from day one, which is do not leave a biased, grammatically erred filled whiny detail lacking review because the whole point of Yelp is to give somebody out there who doesn't know what a New York deli is supposed to be like a good middle of the road view of what it's supposed to be like I'm trying to use I'm trying to articulate and use my words um, properly because I don't use words. I think you're properly. hitting the nail on so the head. So I and and I'm not I'm not avoiding the what Bill and Brad said. Um, no, I have it my own. It doesn't have to be like totally dead serious. Either, no, so. I, I I have my own views on religion and I will keep them to myself. But yeah, I, I wasn't am, trying to be rude. No, I know you were. No, no, no. That's I, not I what I'm trying to say at all. Plainly that's sometimes. not what I was trying to say at all. But I am going to go back to the Yelp reviews and the fact that, you know, when you leave a Yelp review, can you please just take yourself, your own personal selfishness out of it and maybe step outside of that for a second and say, okay, who am I really leaving this Yelp review for and how should I really construct it? Because it's not just for you. It's it's for all of us out here. I wanted to mention that a little bit too. I don't want to cut you off, but but we've... This has been coming up in my head more and more when we're between episodes is I want to clarify when you say that your review should be non-biased because I I know I know exactly what you mean 
And I want to make sure that our listeners understand Objective, that, that, I think. Well, yes. Objective is is on target. I But when you say non-biased, correct me if I'm wrong, but yes, it's obviously you writing the review from your standpoint, and there is a bias to that. But at the same time, uh, to, to reiterate what you said, when you write the review, the non-biased part is... What are you trying to really show that this was the experience that you had and you need to give other people out there that really good picture that they can look at, not from your perspective, but that they can look at from a perspective of someone who's out looking for a good place to go and eat or a place that they should avoid. That's the non-biased part is you have to write the review in such a way that you have to understand other people are reading it and they need to be able to get facts their, their facts and their own they need to then get their own idea of what that place is like. Yes. That's where the the non-biased yes, part comes. That's in. exactly what I'm saying. It's essentially taking all of your personal experiences and leaving the emotion at the door also and saying technique in martial arts. Like you want to just be thinking, not feeling. Right. And and that's that you know a lot of people are all about their feelings nowadays, which is great, but on the flip side of it, this is where it hurts. Mm-hmm. So you you need to take you need to honestly you need to pick yourself up out of your chair and put it on the outside of the restaurant. And you need to tell us why, you know, the food wasn't great. Not just because you don't like your roast beef fatty. You know, it, it needs to be your the roast beef was or pastrami. The pastrami was pastrami. Pastrami is going to be a bit fattier. It, it wasn't to my liking. I you know, however, being the fact that it is pastrami, it is going to be fatty. It mm-hmm. it it was a good sandwich. You know, instead of saying it was rancid, like that's just that's that's your own personal angry butt hurt. Mm-hmm. Someone shat in my Wheaties feelings about it, <laughs> and that needs to be checked at the door. There was an old saying. That still is a saying when when you come to work, you need to take your personal life and leave it at the door. Mm-hmm. When you yep. write a review, you need to leave your personal, your feelings out of the review. Leave your and you need at the door. To, right. You need to leave a black and white review so that when I, Joe Schmo, reads the review about Katz's delicatessen and I say, okay, maybe I'm not going to get the pastrami sandwich. But other than that, this is a really good review. I mean, it's, you know, it's not the worst sandwich out there, but it seemed like there was a lot of meat and it seemed like a thick sandwich and the ambiance, you know, maybe they had to wait for so long, but you know, it's not the, you know, I didn't have to wait for five hours to get, you know. And the only time that that might change is if someone is directly a fucking asshole to you. Like if you actually engage with someone that that works there and they're directly like, (laughs) like that baker guy. (laughs) With like the baker guy. But it really, even then it takes me a while like at, I will right out of the gate be butthurt and be angry and flared, but I really do try my best to take a step back and say, okay, maybe they're having a really bad day. Mm, yeah. Especially nowadays. Yeah. Especially nowadays. Like, Anyways. I, that me too. I've really been trying to empathize more these days, which is fucking difficult. It's for me. really hard, but because you know, <laughs> my pain is my pain and my shit's the most important shit. And, everybody and nobody else matters. That. Right. Right. No, everybody else. There's matters. an upside and a downside to every Schwartz. So, short to be with you. <laughs> All right, so let's end on a high note, and it is Hanukkah. Yeah, it's the fourth night. Yeah, and we have Hanukkah candles to go light with the kids. Yeah, they have presents to receive. Ooh, Bill doesn't know it, but we have something for him. We See, do. What? 
What? <laughs> what? I know he's gonna be so excited. <laughs> Bill wanted to experience Hanukkah, so he's he's, uh, he's over at our place to yeah, record for on Hanukkah. Hanukkah. So uh, good yuntif. That is Yiddish, and it means good holiday. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Happy Hanukkah, Happy everyone. Hanukkah. What'd you say? Yakshmash? Yakshmash oh. <laughs> means how are you in Polish? I know, but well, that's what I said earlier. Hakshmash. That's what no. I was trying to say. Okay. <laughs> well, the teenager was like off from the it. fucking horse's mouth. Well, that's not what you said. Like Chad. Yeah, because like because it's spelled that way. <laughs> we love you all. Thank you very much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate you. We're going to discuss all these arguments and pronunciation off air. Please make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And please make sure to remember the season. Despite the hustle and bustle and the, the terribleness of 2020, I want you to reflect back on what good came out of this year. I got to do a podcast with two amazing people. And I got to be with my family quarantined for three months. And it was great. It's not about the fucking... Uh, consumerism aspect. No, it's, it's crazy not. to me. Like, oh, it's Christmas. Let's fucking do it. I'm like, dude, I have no money. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like everybody's like, oh, it's normal. It's just it's Christmas time now. Let's I'm just like, blow a bunch of money that we don't have. Normal. Like, yeah, it's, it's about, not normal. It's about being together. I it think, is. It's is about relationships and yeah. family. Yes, I agree. So make sure that you love on your your family. You love on your friends, even the family that you don't want to love on. And I am talking to myself. Love them the most. That's right. They need, they need it the most. They need it the most. Because if you can't be with the one you love, honey, love the one you're with. On that note. I fucking love that song. Me too. I'm going to say goodnight. Goodnight. Sweet dreams. Y'all come back here. And I'm sure you speak eloquently to your cat. He does. We speak so very plainly to each other's.